Good morning. It is Kale and Company Live right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Great to have you with us on this Thursday morning. Almost made it through another week. And, of course, tomorrow we'll have the Friday Fun Bunch here on WKXL. But before that, we have a great program coming up today. In the second portion of our show, at around 8.35 this morning, uh, we'll be uh, speaking with Clark Smith. Clark, a name familiar to uh, many folks who have been around the Granite State for a while. The uh, former owner of a uh, terrific uh, radio station, which no longer exists in Concord, uh, at 99.1, oldies 99. And uh, Clark will be uh, talking about putting that station on the air and really the uh, great success story it was. We had uh, the incomparable Peter St. James in here yesterday, and he was one of the original staff members at uh, at Oldies 99, a station that uh, uh, people miss. I, I I hear it all the time uh, to this day, and it uh, you know hasn't been uh, in operation for a while now. But it did go on the air in uh, 1979, I believe it went. Uh, is, that, is that what it was? 1970? Yeah, something like that. Uh, but at uh, any rate, uh, Clark will be with us. And uh, 89, 89, what am I talking? 89, 1989, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, uh, Clark uh, will be with us to talk about the launching of that station and, uh, and what, he is, uh, what he is up to now. So... Uh, before that, we will tell you that this program is presented by Northeast Delta Dental with individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. You can learn more and find your plan at Delta Dental CoversMe.com. Terrific high school hockey game last night at the uh, Tritown Ice Arena in Hooksip. Terrific, especially. Uh, if you're a fan of the uh, Concord High uh, Crimson Tide, as they staged a, a big comeback uh, last night, defeating the Londonderry Lancers 7-5 to and what was probably uh, the most significant game so far of the uh, Division I schedule. Uh, and uh, Concord coming in undefeated on the year, and uh, Londonderry with just one loss. So, uh, I tell you what, uh, it was a, a very important game, and uh, Londonderry jumped out to a, an early 2 nothing uh, lead in that uh, contest, and the Tide came back to, uh, to tie it up and then get behind again uh, by two goals, and it was just a, a very exciting game as Concord scored four unanswered goals last night in that third period. Uh, to defeat Londonderry 7-5, battle of the top two teams in Division I. Uh, Concord Trail 5-3 entering that third period last night, and Dawson Fancher, the senior, scored his second goal of the night at uh, 345 of the third period to bring the tie to within one goal. And then at 9.02 of the third period, A.J. Dow tied it up. He tied it for the Tide at uh, 5-5, and the eventual game winner uh, was scored by Carter Doherty at uh, 9.02 uh, of the period. Uh, and uh, it was uh, a terrific game, 
And uh, let's see, Carter Doherty uh, scored what uh, proved to be the, the game winner uh, at, uh, oh, it was not 9.02. It was a little uh, after the 11-minute mark of the period, I do believe. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, he did score the game-winning goal on a uh, shot in front, and uh, freshman Jaden Haas put the icing on the cake for the Tide, as it were, by scoring an empty net goal from just inside the red line. Great shot by uh, Jaden Haas into the wide-open Londonderry cage to put the Tide up 7-5 to five with a little over a minute to play in the game. Uh, the other goal scorers for Concord last night, Cam Roy and Alex Pelletier. So the Tide uh, sitting atop the, uh, the standings at uh, 8-0-1 and on the season for the uh, Concord High Crimson Tide. And uh, a terrific game last night. And uh, sorry you missed it if, if you weren't there at Tritown, but uh, it was it was a, a very, very exciting game. So the Tide 8-0-1 on the year. Londonderry drops to 9-2. and two. They have a terrific team. And the Tide will be in action again on Saturday night at the Everett Arena hosting Pinkerton Academy at 7.30. So be there for that one. Now, other boys hockey action last night. It was uh, Bedford over Bow, 5-1. Uh, to one. Uh, Manchester Central West Memorial, the... Uh, uh, the combined team, uh, Central West Memorial, beat Nashua North Sauhegan 6-3. It was Pinkerton over Nashua South Pelham 2-1. And uh, Goffstown defeated Spalding by a score of uh, 4-3. So a busy night on the local hockey scene being highlighted by that game at uh, Tritown Ice Arena. 7-5 uh, to five, Concord beating Londonderry. So it was... Uh, Fun night. And uh, more hockey action coming up, actually, at uh, Tritown this weekend. The New Hampshire Mountain Kings will be back in town. And the Mountain Kings have games on uh, this Friday and uh, Saturday evening. And uh, they will play the New Jersey Titans in North American Hockey League action. So lots of hockey uh, going on. And you probably know by now that uh, the... uh, Black Ice Pond Hockey Tournament is not going to be staged uh, as scheduled for February 9th through the 11th. I was uh, looking just a moment ago at the Concord Insider today and uh, the supplement from the Concord Monitor, and there's a big full-page ad in the Insider saying February 8th to the 11th, 2024, Black Ice Pond Hockey Tournament in Concord, but that is not going to happen. Unfortunately, earlier this week, it uh, had to be postponed because our weather uh, did not comply to, uh, you know, create the frozen ice necessary for a pond hockey tournament. So uh, as a result, it is going to be played indoors for the second straight year. It'll be played indoors at the uh, uh, Tritown Ice Arena in Hooks that last year was played at the Everett Arena uh, in Concord. There is only one rink at the Everett Arena. There are two at uh, the Tritown uh, Ice Arena in Hooksett. So the Black Ice Tournament will be moved there in uh, late March. And it'll be an indoor event for the second straight year. Uh, 
which is terrific because uh, uh, all the teams that uh, signed up to play will be able to play since there are two rinks. Last year when uh, they had it at the Everett, a number of the teams who signed up uh, could not participate uh, because of the fact that uh, you know there was just limited space at the, uh, the Everett Arena, simple as that. And uh, now there will be uh, adequate space to play indoors at uh, Tritown in late March. So uh, there you have it. We'll keep you uh, posted on that. By the way, speaking of the uh, Concord Insider, uh, a great a great piece today. You'll, you'll want to read it by our good friend Eric Rinston Lobel, who was on the show uh, last week, uh, talking about the uh, Philbrook's outdoor ice rink in the south end of uh, Concord, uh, which is uh, quite notable to uh, folks that uh, follow the local hockey scene uh, with uh, with any regularity at all. It's in the south end of Concord. I don't want to tell you specifically uh, where it is, but there are pictures there of uh, the youngsters playing on the outdoor hockey rink at the Philbrook House. The picture was taken uh, in uh, October of, uh, of 2023 playing uh, outdoors on the uh, the outdoor rink at the Philbrook House uh, in the uh, south end uh, of Concord. So you want to check it out. It's a fun article to read. Must be nice. Must be nice uh, to have a hockey rink in your backyard. I always envisioned that. But it never happened. So uh, so I wound up as a, as a radio broadcaster instead. But... Uh, It's a fun article to read. Uh, uh, January has come to an end. Many people say rabbits. Some say rabbit, rabbit at the start of a new month. But happy February uh, to all of you out there. January came to an end, and it will go down as the second wettest January on record in Concord. Second wettest ever January in the history of Concord, New Hampshire. We will take a break. Kale and Company will continue right after these words. And we'll be chatting with Clark Smith around 8.35 today. So, Clark, if you're listening, get ready. (laughs) We'll take a break. Kale and Company continues right here. WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Stay with us. Welcome back, Gail and Company, live here on WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. This is February the 1st, and that means tomorrow is Groundhog Day. How about that? Groundhog Day coming up, and uh, they say hold on to your coats, because tomorrow is Groundhog Day, a tradition for many as they wait to see how much longer winter will last. As the uh, legend goes, if Punxsutawney Phil sees his shadow, the weather forecasting groundhog predicts six more weeks of winter. If he does not, it's a forecast for an early spring. Now, records kept by the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club show that Phil had predicted 108 
continued winters and only 20 early springs through 2023. And uh, Phil does not really have a great record uh, over the years. He's only gotten it right 39% of the time. I thought Punxsutawney Phil was more accurate than that, but uh, than that. But it, as it turns out, Punxsutawney Phil is only accurate 39% of the time, which makes me feel better because I, you know, I, I'm probably in the 30% range of of getting it right. But uh, Phil is <laughs> Phil is 39%, and and they they pay a lot of attention to uh, Punxsutawney Phil, but uh, Phil's prognostication takes place in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. It'll be around 7.28 Eastern Time tomorrow. So by the time we go on the air for the Friday Fun Bunch tomorrow, we will know, or maybe we will know, if we're going to have an early spring or a late winter. But again, Phil has only been right 39% of the time. And I think... I think there has been, uh, there have been, a few, a few different fills uh, over the years. It hasn't always been the same Punxsutawney fill uh, that uh, has uh, made the appearance on February second at Gobbler's Knob in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. So we know tomorrow is Groundhog Day, but uh, what is today, you ask? Or maybe you didn't, but I will tell you anyway. Uh, Today is designated as Car Insurance Day. Today is Car Insurance Day, where uh, in this state, and I believe we're the only one, that car insurance is not mandatory. I believe New Hampshire is the only state where car insurance is not uh, mandatory. But uh, that doesn't mean you shouldn't have it. You should have it, because you never know. I mean, you can be the safest driver in the world, and somebody can ram into you. Uh, so uh, it, it's good to have. Trust me. I, I've, I've had to use it uh, at, at least once in, in my lifetime, So, and it was uh, well worth having it. It's also change your password day. How many times do you change your password? I mean... You know, there. I'm sure that most of you listening right now, if you go on the Internet at all, if you have a, a, a Facebook page, if uh, uh, you're on Instagram or X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, you, in all probability, even if you don't have any of those accounts, you've probably been hacked. I mean, I've gotten the word from uh, friends of mine that have been uh, Facebook friends of mine for years and years that I've requested them as a friend. And so I I guess at at that point, you know, you've been hacked. Andrew, have you um, have you ever been hacked? Um, I've never been hacked where I've had to change a password. Yeah, uh, but I have had my ATM card fished before. Oh boy, so that, oh boy. that is that's, a thing. Uh, that's not a good thing. Yeah, always check yeah. your always check your uh, your card readers at the pump because that's or or when you're at a self checkout line or something like that. Oh, or, uh, yeah, yeah. People use very very um, 
very clever fishing machines that they'll plug into Boy. those uh, units. And, and you know, you, you hear more about that all the time. Yeah, that's uh, how they got me. So oh, nah, wow. that was a long time ago. A, but. At an ATM, huh? No, it was oh. actually. So I was at the gas station. Oh, and it was okay. a fishing machine. Oh, jeez. And uh, yeah. they had fished my my debit card, and they were able to create a copy of it and start pulling from my account. Boy, that that is yeah, scary. So, that's yeah. scary. That, so I, that's I, that's probably the worst thing I've ever had. Yeah, but, I, that, I, but but hacking where I've had to change a password. Not to my knowledge. Okay. Yes. There have been a few times since I've had Facebook, which has been any number of years now, that uh, people have said, you requested me as a friend. And uh, I guess I guess that means that I've been hacked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Facebook's a big one. Yeah. Um, that's another thing. Always always check your links. Yeah. Don't, don't just haphazardly click. <laughs> yeah. No, very true. Don't, don't open anything unless you know what's going to be inside, right? Correct. And, and uh, you know, you get so many things, so many text messages these days, so many emails with, uh, you know, whoever's sending it wanting you to click to get more information. Oh, yeah. And, and unless you know who that, uh, that person is, I mean, if it's a friend of yours, yeah, I, I would say, you know, click on it if they're sending you a picture or whatever it might be. But if you don't, if you don't know where it came from, don't click on it. That's the best advice I can give you in terms of, uh, you know, trying to prevent uh, being hacked anyway. And and you know what, Andrew? I don't even, in these days now, I don't even answer the phone if I don't know who it is. You know, if I don't answer the phone, uh, I if I see a call, it comes up a number I don't recognize. Oh, I'm the same way. Uh, you know, even if it's a 603 number, because, you know, uh, these these places that make these calls, these calls, these random calls, I guess, are, are good at, at thinking, uh, making you think anyway, that it could be, you know, some, you know, a friend of yours in the 603 that is trying to get in touch with you. But uh, anybody that, uh, that uh, you know, uh, that I know, I, their name comes up. Now, on my phone, if I, if I know the person who's calling or if the number comes up that I'm familiar with, I'll answer it. But if, it, if, if it's not familiar to me, I'm not going to answer it. Uh, so uh, that all came from uh, the fact that today is change your password day. So uh, that's, uh, that, I, I guess, good advice. Uh, I haven't had to change mine in a while. Maybe I should, but then I'll forget it. Uh, anyway, it is uh, also uh, National Baked Alaska Day. It is National Dark Chocolate Day. That's a good day to commemorate. And it's also Spunky Old Broads Day <laughs> being commemorated today, the first day of February 2024. We made it through January, folks, despite all the torrential rain that has taken place in the state of New Hampshire. Um, some of the uh, the biggest, you know, we, we mentioned that uh, it was the uh, the wettest, second wettest January in the history of Concord, New Hampshire. Uh, we had uh, 8.4 inches of snow on January 7th, an inch and a half of rain on January 10th, another inch plus of rain on January 13th, 5.1 inches of snow January 16th, and 6.6 inches of snow just recently, uh, January 28th and 
29th. And those records go back to 1868. 1868. So it was the second wettest month ever in the history of Concord. And uh, one of the casualties, as we mentioned earlier, the uh, Black Ice Hockey Tournament, which was scheduled for last weekend at White Park in Concord. Uh, they, they had uh, moved it several weeks ago to uh, February 8th through the 11th. That's not happening. Uh, it will happen in late March indoors in Hookset at the Tritown Ice Arena. So that brings you up to date on that. And our precipitation, which was uh, nearly a record for the city of Concord for the month of January. Gale and Company live here on WKXL. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental with individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at Delta Dental. Coversme.com. Don't forget, great live programming today from 10 to 11. Sports Machine with Slim here on WKXL. And uh, he'll be talking more about Super Bowl 58 coming up in uh, less than two weeks, February the 11th in Las Vegas. 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. For some reason, I'm not that excited about it. I'm not that excited, but I was more excited about the Concord Londonderry hockey game last night. And more excited about the Celtics Lakers game tonight. And even more excited about talking with Clark Smith in just a few minutes. Here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We'll take a break. Kale and Company continues right here, so stay with us. Welcome back, Kale and Company Live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. And our guest on this portion of the program, a gentleman I have known for longer than I think both of us would care to admit when we both worked at WBZ Radio in Boston. I'm referring to Clark Smith. Clark, good morning to you. Ken, good morning to you. I think we were on a kindergarten internship program at WBC. I, I think that's what it was. I, I think it was 1972. <laughs> Can you believe that? Can you believe it? Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, 50, uh, over 50 years ago. Uh, you know, we, we have known each other. Our lives have intertwined a, a few times uh, since then. I think you're the only man, Clark, that has hired me twice. I don't, I don't think anybody but you would, would have hired me twice, but you did it, and I am forever grateful. Thank you. Well, I'm forever grateful to you, because <laughs> even though some people never learn like me, you are just sensational. You always have been, and you always will be. Well, thank you, and I the feeling is mutual, Clark. And uh, Clark uh, uh, first uh, hired me at, uh, at Oldies 99, which uh, went on the air in 1989. And, 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 and to me, Clark, uh, Oldies 99 was just an, an incredible success story uh, here in New Hampshire. And in fact, I get people to this day, Clark, who, who wonder whatever happened to it, but it was a great success story. 
Me too. I still have the uh, playlist. I'm sure the jingles are around somewhere, and maybe someday we'll bring it back to New Hampshire. But what a great lineup we had. Uh, wonderful salespeople. Uh, Pat Tweeney, Leslie Spielberg, Chris Lennox, Brian Narrow, Paul Fuller, and then yourself, the incomparable Peter St. James, Conrad, uh, Cuffy the Wrestler, Dirk Naden, uh, Bob Madigan, uh, Mr. News, Dave Fodge, Big Jim Kenton, Stan Edwards, and of course the famous Bo Bobo. That's right. Uh, you, I, I think, Clark, more than any other person, you were the one who put the famous Bo Mobile at exit one off uh, I-89 uh, on the map. <laughs> you, you you put the famous Bo Mobile on the map. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and as you mentioned, it's a great uh, lineup of, of on-air talent who have uh, gone on to other things uh, o- over the years, but uh, it-, it was just incredible. I-, I remember I went on the air in 89, and and the-, the first song I know was Here Comes the Sun. That's right, yeah. Uh, it was November 15, 1989. We had a little studio in Henniker, and uh, that was when we were still building uh, the Bow Street uh, in-, in Concord on the Concord Bowtown line, uh, the beautiful studio that we had there at 501 South Street, yep. and um, we, we were in a storefront in um, Henniker, New Hampshire, where the station was licensed. Uh, Dave Courier, who, who has the uh, Henniker Brewery, uh, was the head selectman at that point, and uh, he pointed the way for me in our original tower on Pat Speak. And uh, we started and ran 24 hours live and uh, never looked back. One of the ingenious things, among many, that that you have done over the years, Clark, is uh, put uh, television news on the radio. And that was very innovative uh, at the time. You you carried the WMUR News at at 6 o'clock live on an oldie station. You know, nobody thought it would work, but it was one of the more highly rated hours of the day. Well... That's that's to the credit of Larry Gilpin, who is still a wonderful friend, and we're in touch and see each other every couple of weeks. Uh, Larry was just a very wonderful gentleman and a, probably the greatest broadcaster I ever met. And uh, we had the idea of, well, what about if you're not home to see it on Channel 9, you could hear it on Oldies 99. And uh, Larry made it work. It was uh, done on a handshake. It was effortless. It was wonderful service. And, of course, the, the great Charlie Sherman was part of all of that, too. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Charlie's been a, a guest here on, on this show as well and uh, enjoying retirement now in, in Florida. <laughs> and uh, He's on a cruise right now. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I think like every other week, Charlie's on a cruise somewhere. <laughs> he is, he is, well, we had Mr. News, he's Mr. Cruise, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. News was, of course, Dave, the uh, late, great Dave Emerson, uh, who, who worked for many years at, uh, at Oldie. 99 and uh, uh, Peter was on the show yesterday the incomparable Peter St. James and we were uh, reminiscing a little bit about uh, oldies 99 as well which was uh, you know as I is one of the great success stories uh, in uh, New Hampshire radio I think for a station that had you know let's face it that it was a limited signal and we had no internet we could you know at, at that point I mean you could not uh, you know simulcast on the the internet like we do now 
and it just was a remarkable story. Very one of the most popular stations uh, in uh, you know this area ever, and and people still ask about it. But uh, you started in radio long long before that, and this this man, ladies and gentlemen, Clark Smith, once turned down Howard Stern for a job. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Howard was working, uh, or Howard was on WTBU, the uh, closed carrier AM station at Boston University. And at the time, I was the program director of WCOZ in Boston. We started that in the fall of 75 and uh, beat WBCN in our first ratings book. And Howard called me up and said, um, I'm great, I'm great, you got to hire me, you got to hire me. He came up, we shook hands, he gave me a tape. I listened to him, and uh, it was a good voice, but a lot of rambling and the weirdest Bob Dylan tunes I had ever heard in my life. And he called me the next day, he said, well, well, you're going to hire me? And I said, uh, Howard, if I hire you, I'm going to get fired because, you know, I've got a pretty tough, big-time general manager here. And, you know, uh, all of the folks have had experience. He said, well, I'm going to be great someday. I'm going to be great someday. I should have given him 3 to 4 in the morning and asked for 15%. You're right. <laughs> and, and that is, uh, it's a great story, though. It, it really is. And, uh, you know, Howard, you, you, I, I I don't get it. You, you you rejected Howard, but you hired me twice. You know I don't I don't get it. But well, <laughs> but you were experienced and you uh, knew your stuff, and uh, you know we all got older and wiser. Uh, yeah, and Howard was uh, terrific, but he was a kid at that point. Yeah, and uh, that, then he went on to one of my former stations, WCCC in Hartford and uh, started to uh, make waves and, and uh, success there. Yeah, you have been... Uh, but he turned out to be a great, great guy, and he's always very courteous to me, and mentioned me once on the air, and uh, it was played all over WBCN when he did that. Yeah. <laughs> I brought it to the card game in Boston, <laughs> and uh, Howard even spoke to my son Jeff very nicely at one point, so... Good guy. Well, 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 there you go. Uh, he doesn't hold a grudge anyway. <laughs> you, you have been involved. With all that money, how could he? Yeah, that's true. That, that is very true. Uh, you've been involved in the, the ownership and, and the programming of, of many radio stations. If I started to read your resume on the air here, I, I would need a three-hour show because uh, you, <laughs> you, you have uh, done it all. Uh, in, in the radio business, and, and bring people up to date about uh, what what you're doing now. Well, right now, uh, I'm, I'm down in New Haven, Connecticut today, because I uh, a friend of mine, a great engineer, Grady Boats, who helped us back at Oldies 99, uh, and I have been friends for a long time, and uh, the second station I ever worked at uh, WDEE in Hamden, Connecticut, ended up being owned by Quinnipiac University. And about three years ago, Quinnipiac University turned it off the air. They didn't want it anymore. Wow. You know, that's happened with a lot of colleges like yeah. Brown and Dartmouth. And it's too bad because uh, college radio taught us a lot. And it was a great fraternity, and uh, it brought a lot of young folks into the business. And I think some of the senior people today 
um, you know, have wonderful college memories of, of their stations. I built WWUH, University of Hartford, in 68. Anyway, we rescued this uh, little AM station. Uh, it was off the air in Hamden, Connecticut. And um, I was able to get the license and the equipment, but at the last minute, the university and the people who owned the towers said, well, you can't use them to broadcast anymore. So we didn't know what to do, but we found uh, a farm nearby so we didn't have to go through a big engineering deal with the FCC. We put up two telephone poles, strung a high wire above a dynamite shack at a goat yoga farm, and put it back on the air. Now, you can't make this up. Wow, you can. But I'll give you a shameless plug. You, you now can also hear the radio station anywhere on the Internet. The, uh, the idea of uh, Internet radio and digital delivery is terrific. So if you go to 1220WATX.com, you can hear us anywhere uh, on online, and it's a great stereo signal. And it plays something that I would put on in New Hampshire again, as long as I had Ken Kale and Peter St. James doing some of the voice tracks. Ah, okay. Well, maybe uh, maybe a third time, huh? Uh, Clark well, Smith. Maybe we'll find Orphan Station up in New Hampshire yeah. that... Uh, you know, wants to hook up. You just never know. You never know in this you business. Never know. Clark, uh, can you hang with us for a couple of minutes? We have yes, to, sir. I'd be delighted. We have to take a quick break here. WKXL NHTalkRadio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental, and we will be right back. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL NHTalkRadio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Very happy to have Clark Smith with us, former uh, Oldies 99 owner, operator, one of the legendary stations uh, in the state of New Hampshire. And uh, the advertising campaign, Clark, when you first came on the air, the the Do-Wah-Diddy and the uh, Mount Washington. I mean, everything. It it was so catchy and... uh, and the station caught on like wildfire, and I was just uh, so happy to be uh, a part of it for a number of years with uh, with you guys and some uh, some great talent there uh, at the radio station. We we've both been involved, obviously, in this business for a long time. Some longer than others. A long time. A long time. Some longer than others. Uh, but uh, where do you see the the, the state? of uh, terrestrial radio today. I mean, you've got satellite radio now, and that uh, provides a service, but what's what's the future of uh, uh, the business we're in, of uh, terrestrial radio? I think it's great, Ken, uh, but it's all about the content and the people. Um, you know, digital, digital is a magical word right now, but digital is delivery. You know, when, when television changed from black and white to color, it didn't change the great television performers and programs. It just made them better. Uh, when you were able to plug a UHF converter onto your old TV, you all of a sudden got the Three Stooges and the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> Not in that order, but you know what I mean. I do. Uh, the point is that a telephone, uh, the cell phones are our new transistor sisters. And with the internet and with the uh, 
FM translators that, that WKXL has that I think are just terrific. You, you have a radio station that shows up on the FM dial, it shows up on the Internet, it shows up on your computer, on your telephone. So all it needs, really, is the great content and the local connection. And what you and WKXL are doing with local radio is so important, and so are all of the local formats that serve the public interest, convenience, and necessity, which is why they issue FCC licenses to real radio stations. You know, anybody can go into a bar and start a podcast, but it really takes a lot to become an FCC licensee to own and operate a station, and it is a great privilege. Yeah, no, no question about it. And this uh, station has been around since 1946, uh, serving the community yeah. uh, very well. And, and now we are reaching uh, more people than ever. I mean, for many, many years, we had the AM signal at 1450, which we still do, but uh, enhanced that with uh, 1039 FM covering the greater Concord area and our terrific uh, relatively new signal at uh, 1019 atop Mount Ankanunuk in uh, Goffstown and uh, streaming live at nhtalkradio.com uh, uh, 24 hours a day. So so you're right. Uh, you know, it's it's only been enhanced uh, over the years. And I, I like that phrase, Clark, that you're, you're transistor sister. <laughs> Remember that? As, as, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, did, did you make it up? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think that was uh, around for a longer time than I. But uh, of course, you know, in the uh, back in the day when radio personalities were great, so many people had little radio speakers or radios under their pillow, of course, so they could stay up and hear Dick Summer all night on WPZ, and it's just you know a very personal one-to-one connection. It, it really is, and that's, I, I think, what radio is all about, is that uh, one-to-one uh, a connection. I mean, the, you know, you meet people all the time to, to this day that uh, will talk about things that, uh, you know, happened on Oldies 99 or other radio stations or this one because they feel, even though they, they really don't know you, but they, they feel as if, they do. I mean, you talk about Dick Summer, a guy who had a, uh, a terrific following on, on WBZ with the love and touch, and uh, he can still be heard uh, on the radio to this day. Uh, it, yes, it, it's yes, he, amazing. I, he's heard on W uh, on my station, WATX. Yeah, there you go. And uh, yeah, this is wonderful. He, he is, and and still around, and uh, and and doing yep. very well, as I understand it. But there are just uh, you know so many people that uh, uh, followed him over the years, and so many of the other great personalities that uh, that that we have known. That you know people, you know they think they know them because they hear them. Uh, every day, and there's that uh, one-to-one personal touch, and I think that's the beauty uh, of radio that uh, no other medium has, and uh, it's just uh, very unique. And I, I was one of those people, Clark, who had a, a, a little, a little white zenith uh, transistor radio uh, under under my pillow. Uh, listening to uh, late night Red Sox games when I was a kid. There you go. I, I should have been uh, asleep like three hours before that, 
Uh, but uh, I, I stayed up, and I usually woke up to uh, Ken Coleman or even before that, Kurt Gowdy, you know, mentioning yep. that uh, the, the Los Angeles Angels had another walk-off victory over the Red Sox in the bottom of the ninth inning in, uh, you know, in, in L.A. Uh, and, uh, you know, th- there's nothing like radio. I, I mean, uh, you know, TV is great. You know, satellite radio, uh, you know, it has as uh, a place, but uh, there there is nothing like over the air and uh, and and online uh, radio now. So it, it's just a, a a very magical medium, is like is what I like to say. Exactly, and and there's so many more ways to listen. Yeah. Uh, to radios with the, with the new receivers. Yeah. But that's, again, what's going to give it new life and make it extremely special as uh, people care about the curation and, um, you know, don't try and cut budgets by getting rid of news departments and uh, promotional teams. Uh, use that new media to expand your reach and to make better connections. That that's one of the things that uh, I think has suffered in in all size markets uh, over the years in radio is the fact that uh, a lot of uh, news departments uh, that were and I, I remember when I first came to New Hampshire and worked at uh, a station in Manchester, they had a seven person news department at uh, this station in, in Manchester, and and now. Uh, you know, it, it's down to uh, in, not even a, really a full-time news person, just somebody who uh, rips and reads and records. And that's so typical of uh, many stations these days, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, it, it will change when uh, folks wake up and realize that there are other ways to uh, keep the lights on Besides the advertising, it's the shows, it's the content, it's the local connection, and it's the service. I mean, you got to tell folks what's going on, and, and that was always the great thing about having uh, a live staff and, and so many folks uh, at, at Old East yeah. 99. Uh, you have always believed in, in uh, local programming, uh, local sports, local news, local uh, activities that are that are happening, and you know, even a radio station, you have to be visible uh, in the community as well. You can't just rely on what you do on the air. You've got to have a degree of visibility as well. And uh, I think uh, you know, it's it's part of uh, staying in touch with the community, and uh, it, it's just a great medium. I'm I'm glad to have been a part of it for as long as uh, I've been able to survive, and and uh, and. and and thanks to you, I, I got a chance to do some some baseball with the Lowell Spinners and uh, uh, Clark. <laughs> you, you, you've been a, a great a great friend over the years and uh, continue to be. And I wish you uh, continued success. Uh, thanks for the part that uh, you've played in my career, and hope to get together soon. Absolutely, Ken, and thank you. And I, I want to thank the Concord audience for all the support they gave to Oldies 99. Of course, my family support has been very special. And uh, there's so many broadcast friends I'm still in touch with. Uh, Tom Rath, Brad Cook, and Bruce Clough at the Old Horizon Bank all helped me start out Oldies 99. Hey, and we're still crazy after all these years still doing it. And uh, hope we do it again in New Hampshire and then on a regional network with, with all of our friends. I would love to see that. Love to see it, Clark. And thanks so much for joining us uh, today and uh, hope to see you in the not-too-distant future. Promise.
All right. Clark Smith, ladies and gentlemen, former owner of Oldies 99, and uh, gracious enough to join us here on this Thursday morning, the first day of February. And we will look forward to tomorrow, the second day of February, not only Groundhog Day, but the return of the Friday Fun Bunch. Tom Raffio, Kitty Ray, Andrew will be in the house. Andrew will make that great coffee of his, and it will be a great Friday here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. And folks, remember to always look on the bright side of life. Have a great Thursday, everyone.